Welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with me, Michelle. And me, Louise, talking all things dogs, running and canny sports. This episode is sponsored by the Get Stronger Run a Faster 5K course. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with their dogs. So this week on Cross Conversations, we talked to Emma from Geordie Cannycross, and uh, I've been looking forward to this one, Michelle. It was really interesting, wasn't it? Yes, I know uh, both Louise and I are keen to kind of do a little bit more in terms of socials and club runs. So chatting to Emma really gave us a, a good insight into, you know, what's involved running a Cannycross club. Um, and hopefully you get a lot out of it, too. There's probably lots of you out there that are thinking, ooh, it's might be quite nice to to start something more sociable and find other people to run with yeah or go and join one as yeah. well so find one near you because you know there's a few around um we've been running a social group for a while so it's been really good but I've got more ideas now so watch out my lot <laughs> if you're listening so um, there's lots of tips in there about kind of how to structure a club um you know how to how to get people together, how to inspire a community of runners. So, yeah. yeah, I hope you get something out of it. Yeah, go and have a listen. Welcome to this episode of Canny Cross Conversations. Today, we're joined by Emma, who many of you will know as Geordie Canny Crosser on Instagram, who's going to talk to us today about setting up a Canny Cross club. So, thanks, Emma, for coming on. And Morning. Hello. Would you like to tell, tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, so I'm based in Newcastle, um, more towards the coast, actually. Um, I've been canny crossing now for seven years. Started off as um, Great North Run training. I signed up for the Great North Run after um, sadly losing my dad. And that year I thought I'm, I'm going to do the Great North Run in his memory. It's quite a Geordie thing to do. Um, we'll all end up running the Great North Run up here at some point in my lives. And I found out about Canny Cross and I thought, great, two birds with one stone, get to run out with the dogs, they're getting exercise, I'm getting exercise. Wow, I, st- I still remember that first run. <laughs> it was hot. Um, yeah, and then it just went from there. So I was attending a social group at the time. Um, North of Tyne Canny Cross, it was called, and unfortunately that um, disbanded, and then that's where Geordie Canny Sports was born. Um, so there was a couple of us. Obviously, still wanted a run. We still really enjoyed it. By this point, I had been doing the sport probably over a year, um, and yeah, we're just decided let's start our own thing so it was it was about there was about 10 of us to start off with you know people come in and out of the sport quite a lot don't they it's it's not something that someone necessarily does all year round obviously we'll have the summer breaks anyway um and it is literally just grown from there so I did start off with my now 11 year old Dalmatian and um, I had another Dalmatian then who I've just lost at the start of December. She was 14 and a half. So I did start off with them too. Um, 
trotting along, I did feel like we were going absolutely rapid pace at the time. <laughs> but you know, as you, as you run, the, the longer you run, obviously the faster you get, don't you? Um, but yeah, I loved it. I just loved it. I, I'm a dog walker for a living as well. So the combination of the dogs and the running together for me, Fantastic. just, yeah, just loved it. So, really, so tell, just tell, sorry, you, you mentioned your dogs. You've got Dalmatians, is that right? Yeah, so I've we've just lost Lola in December. She was 14 and a half. Crapping little age. dog. Yeah. yeah. Should put a paw to anything. Um, good age for a Dalmatian, that is. Yeah, really yeah. good age. Really good. She was quite little for a Dally, so uh-huh. I, I, I think um, she, she just, yeah, she was faultless. She was fab. And then I've got Levi, who's now 11. Um, he's ran ultra marathon distance. He's yeah happy to trot for miles on end. Which any other Dalmatian will tell you that they can just go on. Yeah, forever. We, we had um, Duncan with Dizzy Dog. Yeah, yeah. Dizzy. And I met him last week for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah guy. Um, he, I, I didn't realise, and it's sort of. Um, he, their Dalmatians are carriage dogs, aren't they? So they yeah. used to run alongside. So they yeah. can go forever by the sounds of it. Absolutely. They're not a sprint dog. Um, Duncan's done amazing with Dizzy of getting breaking out of that trot consistently yeah. um, because they are their, their natural gait is a trot. So they yeah. can just trot for miles and miles and miles. And yeah. I've done my longest miles with Levi um, by my side. Yeah, no, they're great, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And then, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say, and then Nora came along. She's nearly three. So she's getting into it as well. She loves it. Yeah, she's very passionate. (laughs) So is my dog, as I've noticed this weekend. But anyway, that's another Anyway, so so you took on the mantle of of the Canny Cross Social Run. Is that how it after your sort of the group you were in folded? Yeah. How so there was go, sorry, go about please. it. No, go so on. there was a, there was a couple of us that said, um, right, well we we'll set up ourselves. Um, Julie, who is amazing at admin, she's um, been part of a, a club before. Um, so she kindly offered to do the admin IT side of things. Again, I, I'm not very good with IT. Um, <laughs> there was another girl who, she does a lot of fly ball and stuff as well. And she said, you know, I'll be willing to help out um, when she's not fly balling. And it, it just went from there. We did just stay as a social group to start off with. And then we noticed it started growing and growing and that, it was at that point where we thought we need a bit more structure. Right. We need to have insurance. Yeah. Um, we need to make sure everybody is following the same guidelines, um, so to speak. And that's when we turned from a social group into a club okay. because we had so many people coming along to socials. And, you know, it did get to the point where I was thinking – the responsible thing to do is to make sure that the insurance was the main thing for me. Um, I'm not saying we have accidents often, uh, but, you know, I think it's just responsible to make sure we've got that insurance. So it was from then that we, we changed into a, a club. 
Yeah. So, so how do you go about that then? Who are yeah. you registered with as a club and where does that insurance come from? So there's you, you can't register as a club for Canny Cross because there's no actual governing board. No. Um so basically we actually I think it was Emily from K9 Trail Time mm. who I'd spoken to about the insurance. She recommended an insurance company. I spoke to them and we managed to get the insurance set up. And that's when we introduced a, a member's fee. So everybody that wanted to come along to the club, they would have to come to an introduction that will run free of charge every month. Um, once they've done the introduction, they can then become a club member, which is £18 a year. You can come and go as much as you want. Like That is all you pay. Yeah. Um. All of your social runs and everything are included in that. We're not a business. We operate purely as a club, which I think makes people like myself make it. It's not a job, so there's no pressure. You know, I don't have to go out running every Sunday morning. I can go running on my own if I want. Um. Yeah. So we started the club. Um, got load, loads of interest. We've had introductions on every month. Obviously, it slackens off in the summer. Um, and then we'll have our social runs and all of the money that comes into the club goes back into the club. Um, I don't, don't know if you've seen on social media when we have our club fun days, we have our Christmas runs, which will provide treat bags for the dogs. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. We had a club fun day, end of summer, and that was, well, it was September time, so it had cooled down a bit. Um, we'd rented some private land, and people could try out bike drawing at oh, the wow. club, where they probably wouldn't have been it, like yeah. been so keen otherwise, but we had spare bike drawing lines and arms. They just had to bring their bike and their dog. Um, that was, again, paid for by the club, so... Whatever comes into the club is going back into the club. It's contributed to what we've got a massive kit bag. We've got it's bunged in my shed. There's so many <laughs> harnesses in there. But we do find that dogs change shape even once they've started running. So people that are members as well, they can still get to try out the harnesses and if they decide, oh actually I want to try a different belt, you know, they can still they can still do that. But um we've Sorry, how Sorry. many members have you got now then? Well, I think we've got around 80 members now. That's amazing. Um, obviously. That, Sorry, how often Louise. do they come out for a social run? Do they, do you reckon, what's your social run sort of average numbers? It, it totally fluctuates. We've got, we've got a, um, a handful of actual run leaders, which we call them. So they would le- organise the social run and lead the run. Um, again, the, those people all volunteer to do it so there's no pressure that they don't have to do it weekly or anything like that um and they would specify in that run sort of what to expect or we're running 5k non-stop seven minute miles or we're running 5k 11 minute miles with plenty stops it would always be specified in that so what what's appealing for one person wouldn't appeal to another yeah. so we've got i would say regulars running we've got about 40 Wow. But they tend to go to different social runs, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's it's quite a good balance. And then when we do our annual get-togethers, what end of year hurrah or what Christmas runs, everybody comes along and we we'll just all take it easy. Can I can I ask you? So you you, you call yours run leaders because I'm setting I'm setting up. Well, I've been yeah. doing social runs, but it, I kind of want to get it more um, organised. Yeah. So, are your run leaders are they qualified run leaders or are they just you're just calling them run leaders and they just take people out? So we put a post on the group and asked if anybody would be interested in becoming a run leader. Um, from that, we had a little meeting together. Um, we went through some canine first aid. All of the run leaders have got a little first aid kit that they carry. Um, vet wrap, vet wrap. And more vet wrap because <laughs> if if in doubt vet wrap it up yeah <laughs> um and then we went through what we expect from a social run um so safety and things yeah. like that so everybody was made aware that at the start of a run you know make sure everybody's ready to run um if we have any reactive dogs attend which we've got loads of reactive dogs in our club um we usually give a shout out just to just to let you know that dog needs a little bit extra space things like that um we did start off doing pre-run briefings but when you find it's the same people coming to every run then there's no reason to actually give them a briefing um we've brought in the description of the event what to expect you're all going to get caked in mud there is going to be some hills thrown in there um it's it's really quite light-hearted in the group though it's not you know we're not over serious um we do like to have a laugh and yeah there's one of the girls on her social runs likes to have a little speaker with her and she has her music on and She'll sometimes have a giant glow stick hanging out of her backpack and, <laughs> and then everyone goes to the pub afterwards. That's a, a Monday night. Shout out to Amelia. <laughs> she likes to get the party started. Um, so, yeah, it's it's relaxed, but we are obviously still follow the guidelines of Canny Cross etiquette yeah. and everything like that. It's really, really important. Yeah. So you you have sorry Michelle you haven't got anyone qualified with the and you're going to have to correct me Michelle on the run leader UK England athletics. We've got one person actually who's who is qualified, but to be honest, we don't do our canny crosses and clusters lessons. If that makes sense, it's, it's an awkward one, isn't it? I mean, like yeah. you say, there being no governing body, it's hard to know. Yeah. Kind of what to do for the best isn't it it yeah. is um our social runs purely are social yeah. Um, yeah. we will have ones where we'll say we're gonna specifically do some hill training mm. or we're gonna practice overtaking but yeah. we're finding our social run anyway that is something we would do anyway yeah. you know it's yeah. just we like to class them still as social runs we've got people in the club that have never been any events never want to which is fine we've got some people who compete at the high end and everything in between um but yeah would I don't know I just don't want it to feel like a chore to people you know yeah I just want it to be that fun aspect of getting out with your dog 
making new friends, running safely, and massive on like women's safety as well, you know, safety in numbers. And for us, that is that is the top and bottom of it, is, is going out there and having fun with friends and with your dog. Um, it's really important. So we've never gone to the the extent where we've done the interval training and things like that, um, which is each to their own, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just uh, the only reason I, I read an article on uh, all the different qualifications at the weekend. And my only reason for asking what that was because you could set up, if you had a run leader, you can or run fitness coach or whatever it is. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the le- leader in running fitness within yeah. athletics, isn't it? You can set up a club, about. can't you? An official club then, can't you? Yeah, but does that cover you for Canny Cross though? Well, I don't know, but I just wondered if I, you got the club. I don't, I don't think, think it would. I don't think it does. I no. don't think it does either. No. It's I think we had looked into that. you an overview of kind of, because I've done the leader in running fitness course and the coach in running fitness mm. course and the leader kind of sets out it's more about managing a group really and making sure that people are together and no one's left behind and yeah it's just the common sense stuff that you talked about earlier Emma in terms yeah of, you know, I mean we've got we, we know how, yeah we know how many people are with us yeah um we usually end up with a tail runner um sometimes people volunteer to be a tail runner if someone stops and their dog's having a poo we shout out poo stop you know (laughs) and as a run leader I'm always checking back to make sure everyone's there um for me now it's second nature and I think that is probably the same with the rest of the run leaders within the within our club um but yeah we we try to not take ourselves too seriously um we do have some laughs I mean I read, ran head on into a tree yesterday I've been oh. in a last night with concussion oh, no. yeah uh, concussion right. whiplash <laughs> oh my god I know the sun was so low and we're running up a hill and I had to watch me footing because it was stony and then the next thing I know it was like dunk straight into a tree <laughs> sorry <laughs> so, it's okay. It's, like yeah, told, it's easily done. Yeah. At the time, I was so. a little bit teary, but I laugh about it now. I mean, it is part of the parcel of going running with a dog. Like, honestly, the things that we've seen on our social just, just runs. To re- just to reassure our listeners, she looks fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I can see on it. Yeah. No, it's 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 under the hairline. Um, yeah, I am okay. <laughs> No, I, I, and I think it's really interesting because um, I, I, so I run a social group. It's nowhere as big as yes. yours, and, and we're yes. trying to. Um, but it is all about having fun, and we've split it down. We run in the same place. Um, eat? Not, no, that's wrong. When we go out for a run, we all go to the same place to start, but we split it into groups. For right. Yeah. I've got enough. Yeah. What I call team leaders. Um, yeah. There, so it's a similar sort of thing, isn't it? um but I mean I'm I was just really interested in how you do it but do you have a Facebook group for your particular club or do you have how do you sort of we do yeah so we've got a public community page where I pop on you know when we've been for a social run or we'll do medal Monday um if people have run at the weekend within our club you know well done for representing the club and things like that and we'll pop photos on from a social run and then we've got a community group which is a private group that anyone can join and that's where we'd post our introductions and everything like that um 
So we usually schedule them for once a month. Um, and people, you know, we, we get people coming from all over to do the introductions, sometimes borders of Scotland, because there's nothing sort of in between us and them. Yeah. Um, and they're under no obligation to join the club. The the real important thing for us is is that they're fitted out in the right kit. Yeah. It's so I'm really, really passionate about the dogs, especially being in I mean, we've had this conversation before, Louise, I think, haven't we? Um <laughs> over pickles harness, I think, a while ago. Um yeah, I am really passionate on making sure the dogs are comfortable because they're working so hard for us. Yeah. And I just think it's really important that they are in the correct fit fitted kit. You would honestly. have gone mad yesterday then. <laughs> I was running in a race yesterday. Um and it was a brilliant race. It was a mass start with a hundred dogs. I mean, I've oh, never experienced oh, wow. anything like it. <laughs> but but the, what I take away from it is that. They put on a Canicross event. They're a trail running, you know, road running. You know, they're an event, yeah. big events things. But they realise that Canicross, and, and they've changed things for their Canicross groups. So they get into the right, yeah, uh, the right thing. So you've got to you take that. But oh my God, some of the kit. There was one. I made my friend take a picture of this guy. Oh. <laughs> you can't see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's got a waist belt on, and the dog has got a Julius harness on, oh, and he's God, about honestly. to run a five or ten k. There were so many people running in waist belts, but it is a lack of education, isn't it? It is, it is. So that's what we're doing, what we're doing. There's one guy I ran past and he had a waist belt on and he was being, he had a Labrador, so, you know, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. He was being pulled forward from his back. And, I mean, his running position was unbelievable. And as I went past, I went, you need one of these, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about it, and that was the end of the conversation. But hopefully now he'll sort of pick up. I was going a bit faster than him then. Yeah, it's all to do with the belt. (laughs) It is, it is. But it was really surprising to see so many. So we've just got such an. You know, people are seeing people running with their dogs, which is fantastic. But we've Mm -hmm. got to get it out of there. Absolutely, Um, and I'm all for you know getting as many people involved as possible um I've been to events similar to what you were at yesterday I've seen people running their dogs on a collar with a oh. bungee line and it gives me ooh, it gives us the ick I'm like and I do sometimes approach people and say you know you don't have to take part in the sport you don't have to join a club but your dog's really pulling Please yeah. have a look at a harness, even if they just got like, I mean, not great, but like a rough aware, you know, yeah. just something that is a Y shaped, yeah. non restrictive, not choking your dog or yeah. going no, across the shoulders. So, listeners, if you know anyone who's uh, runs with their dog and they don't really know about Canny Cross, please share this episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm re- I am really passionate about the, the dogs being comfortable. I just think. They do so much for us. It, it's the least we can do for them. And if you buy right, chances are you only buy once. Exactly. So yeah, get get along to a local club, and and try on as many harnesses as you can. Yeah, I love that you offer that intro session though before people become a member because that, yeah. that could potentially be challenging if somebody turned up in the wrong kit, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Uh, mm-hmm. Originally, we did have pe- new people yeah. just coming along to our social runs. 
but then we found like we didn't have the time at the start to go through everything so that's why we started the introductions and then you can't join unless you've yeah. been to an introduction then we're all on the same page so yeah, how do they work everything. practically do you do them kind of before your normal group run you've got um, time to spend with some, people or? sometimes like the next one we've got at the end of January I have got a social run planned for afterwards because yeah. I thought well I'm there so yeah. may as well do a social but it's not always the case sometimes I'll just look and think I've got a spare Sunday morning or whatever yeah. um and go along and we only we only run a couple of miles with the dogs on an introduction we don't go for a massive run but it's more about going through everything you know the basics what to expect, um, the etiquette, again, something I'm massive on. Um, and some dogs, <laughs> oh, God, I know you don't sometimes, don't you not? And it, even when I'm running without the dog, I would say anyway. I know. It's... I had this, this woman yesterday, I was trying to pass her, and she had earphones in. And I was like, I, and a, a guy next to her, and I went, well, she's not going to hear me. I'm just going to go now. Yeah. It like, so much, but it was, she wasn't, she didn't hear me. Yeah. It's and frustrating. Just, it's uh, rude. It's just, yeah, yeah it's, it is yeah. a shame. Um, so do you get people that say, oh, I've been canning crossing for ages. I don't want to come mm -hmm. to an introduction. We have had some people that have canny crossed before. Um still happy to come to an introduction I, I remember actually um one of the girls in the club Rosie I remember her coming to an introduction she came and she says oh I don't need harnesses I've got everything and, and she got a lab lab collie cross out out of our van and um I noticed when we were running she was she was saying Jane Hall and I was thinking oh like a dog knows like mushing terms She's actually got a kennel of over 20 huskies. <laughs> but she, she didn't actually really mention that at the start. So she's like more qualified than I am. She, she's never done canny cross, but she yeah. knows. She, she does rig and everything like that. Yeah. Um, she's what go to for anything to do with wheels, to be honest. She's, she was the first person I biked road with. Um, so, yeah, it's still it's still important to come to wet introductions. Yeah. It's just so we know everybody's on the same page. And like I say, they're free and you're under no obligation to join the club. The main thing is, is that you're getting put in the right kit with, yeah. with you and your dog and you know the yeah. fundamentals of the sport. And no, then, I think that's I think that's really good. I do taster sessions, and then I do um, I I charge for my taster sessions. Though. Yeah. Um, but then the social runs are free. So yeah. Um, yeah just do it the other way around um uh -huh. but you know that that's that's fine and I think that makes gives people for me it gives me people a bit of commitment that they're going to come and do it and I do it at a um so our local store is a canny cross supplier as well so we do right. it because he's a canny crosser oh that's really handy yeah so that's in a wolf but um yeah so we do it from there so we're working together with it so it's perfect yeah perfect. do you do that one-to-one -one, then I do reduction. I do one to ones and I do groups. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so ours would only be groups. Yeah. Um, I think if if we were to do them one to one, it would probably be something would have to probably introduce a, yeah. a fee for that, maybe. But yeah, um, yeah it's you do one to ones, don't you? I do Michelle? one to ones. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued how a group kind of fit in works because <laughs> the dogs are usually, I normally take about 10, 15 minutes making sure that one dog's got the right harness on. So Yeah, but there's usually a couple of us go along. Um, we don't we don't let the, the dogs don't get out of the vehicles to start off with and we we'll kick the humans out first, go through bits yeah. with them. I mean, some dogs, because we've got, literally every breed you can imagine in our canicross group um some of them you can just tell by eye what's going to fit yeah. yeah just from experience of being yeah. around so many dogs you, you're like oh yeah those type of harnesses suit that breed and that shape of dog um so i find that the harness fitting not too hard i mean you do get the occasional dog that comes along and you're like oh my god like I don't know if any of these harnesses are going to suit because deep chests, small yeah. necks. It's Nora's been a nightmare to fit into a harness. Yeah. No, it's really, it's really hard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, what are the what is the etiquette you expect on your canny cross? So, what are the basic things you teach? As in, um, when you're out for a run, what do you expect your your members to be? So for us, it's it's really important. Um, any overtaking, you must always let someone know you're coming past. Again, we have a lot of reactive dogs. Not just that, but it's just general manners, isn't it? Yeah. Um, space out. If we're running on a narrow trail, especially, I mean, a lot of, if we're on a wide trail, you will see we're coming along four dogs wide because we're chatting away. Um, but yeah, plenty space on a narrow trail. All it takes is one male dog they stop and cock his leg and, and everyone's up <laughs> each other's bottom uh, so we do try to avoid that um and I would say we do try to teach them the teach the dogs the directions and cues to go steady yes which can prove difficult um we've got a few dogs that just I think they know what it means. They just choose to ignore us when we're saying it. I think I've got a dog like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very jealous of those people who like say back and the dog's just slotting in behind them and they can run as fast as they want down a hill. Because I'm slower going downhill than I am going up. No, I can I can do that. I can do it back. She's pretty good at that. Right. Um, that's probably the only thing she's pretty good at. No, no, she is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that after she's done me proud yesterday. And bless so, her. Yeah, she's done, done really well. But um, yeah, so you have a very engaged community. Yeah, but how do, do people? I suppose do people um, who join do they get? sucked into it quite quickly do you think or yeah yeah I would say a lot of people do um we've even got like friendship groups within the club so people have become really good friends just through the club um which is lovely I mean some of us will go will message I'll message someone tomorrow and say do you fancy running the dogs on Wednesday together you know I've got a free afternoon rather than putting a social run on and yes. there'll just be a couple couple of us going out together and we'll find people travel to events in groups together as well, um, which is great. But yeah, I think it's because we are so, it's it's quite relaxed in yeah. the sense, we've, we've all got like 
sense of humour as well. And yeah. I think oof, when you're doing anything with dogs, you've got to. Um, yeah, I think that that helps that side yeah. of things as well. Um, but for some people, they can't let their dogs off or their dogs are reactive. They're not used to being with their dogs around other people. No, so Canny Cross is a massive thing for them. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's huge. And some of the dogs don't even react when they're running. Yeah. It, it, is, ama- it, it, it is amazing when you see the reactive dogs going. It is probably one of my favourite parts of the sport. I think it is, isn't it? And when they get used to a um, when they get used to a pack, uh-huh. yeah, we've got we've got some that are amazing. It, you know, the, my only my only quibble is when you are out in the public and, and other people with with off the oh. dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every time. <laughs> no, we had it yesterday, like cocker spaniel just running. Um, I mean, you know what cocker spaniels are like. Anyway, they're absolutely nuts. And it was just running amongst our legs and there's like 12 of us running, bearing in mind all the dogs are on lead, attached to us. We're, we're running yep. and this dog's just running right in between my legs and you just think, why are you laughing? <laughs> like, please get your dog. <laughs> yes, I, I I can be polite if they try and call them, but I'm not so polite if they don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so Emma, we were talking before we started recording just about some of the some of the challenges of running a club band because we've talked about all the benefits. Is, is there mm-hmm. anything kind of challenging or that people should consider before going ahead and setting up a club? I think the most important thing is to have supportive people around you. So don't necessarily try and go at it alone. Um, our club couldn't I mean Julie who's the club secretary doesn't necessarily run that often our club could not operate without Julie you know she does all of the IT side so I think it's really important to make sure you've got people that are going to support the club Um, the run leaders are really important to us a massive part of the club because say for instance I've got an injury I've hurt my leg or whatever and I'm the only run leader, people aren't going to be able to go and run their social runs for weeks. It could be months, depending on an injury, you know. So I think it is good to build up a community. It's, it's, it is more of a community, I would say. Yeah, um, I think that, you know, having not been able to run Pickle because she was pregnant, mm-hmm. I did go out and run, but it's a bit different when you haven't got a dog. It is. It's harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, but like you, I've started to get a nice group of people around, and it, yeah. it, it makes such a difference. It um, really does, and it turns out it turns into. I'm just going for a run with my friends. I'm yeah. not. Oh, I've arranged a social run tonight. You know, it, it's not a chore. It's no. not a job. No, it is. So, so you said at the beginning that people, the run leaders sort of sort out when they want to do the runs, mm-hmm. but, but do you have specific days where you do your runs or not? not no, no, not necessarily. Um, I think all of us have got other commitments. Um, one of the girls has got a very young child. Um, one of the other girls, she likes to go fishing. I've got children, you know, you've got to fit it in around your own life yeah. um so 
we'll post usually the social runs like a week in advance um and then who can make it makes it we don't we don't have set days because again I think that ties you into yeah, something and it turns yeah. it into more of a chore than a, a fun yeah, fun thing yeah it's interesting and I suppose I'm at a different stage of life because my son's you know now at uni and stuff yeah um so we always have a Sunday social always well Sunday was always our, yeah. our thing um but then obviously now there's a lot more events going on than there used to be yeah so we find a few of us are away taking part in events um so I think this month I've only got two free Sundays and one of those I've put an introduction on as well so I have got a social straight after yeah I do like to do a lot on a Sunday if we've got a spare one I put a social on we like to go a little bit further from Mm. home so yesterday we traveled about 45 minutes and went up the Northumberland hills oh nice yeah yeah so or canny hikes you know just put something in a little bit more so it's not the same all the time because I get bored of running at the same place yeah do you do do canny hikes in the summer do you carry it on through yeah yeah we do yeah I've never thought of doing that yeah um we actually do still do some social running in the summer um what I'm Another thing I'm a bit particular about is humidity. So even though it might only be seven degrees at nine o'clock in the morning, the humidity can be through the roof. So I always check the humidity, but we can often be found running at five and six in the morning, a social run in the yeah, warmer I'm months not so keen on that personally. do you know what it's so <laughs> lovely and you get no members of the public as well honestly it's great you should totally try it in the summer louise i think you'd really enjoy it and you feel like you've got more energy that day because you've got out of bed earlier yeah. and it just no, gives I, you yeah. a really good boost. i get that i teach at seven o'clock most mornings so anyway yeah. so getting out of bed at 6 30 is bad well, enough <laughs> You could get up 5.30, yeah, go right. for a run before your class. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll do that in the summer um, and we'll do canny hikes and we'll find a lot of the club as well. We've got some people, um, we've got quite a few couples within the club and some of the lads in particular do a fair bit of ultra running and things like that. So sometimes there'll be four of them doing an event together um in the lakes or whatever and the wives and girlfriends come along just for the ride and then we'll take off and do our own thing while they're doing that yeah so yeah we we do try to stay active and we have put on dogless runs um as well we do sometimes in the winter which i forgot to mention is i'll do club bingo what while you're out running so no so i've got one running next coming on next month it's we'll do i'll do a bingo card you've got to tick off everything on the bingo card and it's just to keep people active in those harder months we'll do to run i've seen you do this because i think i wanted to nick the idea yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's Um, a really good idea so we'll have things like run at sunrise run at sunset um I'd never got them. Yeah. So <laughs> and this this time I've actually made some of them to be like solo ones. So like run a one mile 
hold a sefat without your dog. Okay, yeah. And I've put a little bit strength and conditioning in there as well. So it's just to keep people active because mm-hmm. winter it is hard. Um, it's cold, but it's the best time really to be out with the dogs. Yeah, um, no, it's great. I've, I've really noticed the difference with pickle. Now it's got cold. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. freezing. Just, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They're fast, aren't they? They just want to go now. It's cold. Yeah. I need a bit more warming up. (laughs) I know. know. It's numb, isn't it? It's the fingertips for me. Oh. So have you got any success stories that you can, you know, the the really positive experiences from anyone in your groups that you can uh, share with us? We've got loads, to be honest. I know that sounds really big-headed, but we've, we've literally got people that have, never ran before and they're doing 5k's with their dogs like for me that is they've never wanted to run they're doing it because the dog you know for the benefit of the dog and I absolutely love that um in fact my other half as well he he hadn't done he was in the army hadn't done much running or anything since and he started coming to the social runs and he just runs ultra marathons all the time now. He's always toddling off and doing. Yeah, he's got he's got a really addictive personality, and he's just addicted to running. So we've got people that have done that. We've had people running marathons from being non-runners um, with their dogs and without their dogs. We've had people who've got reactive dogs and have never thought their dogs can be around dogs. Yeah. And it's just, it has really changed some people's lives and people making friendships as well, which I love. It, it is lovely to see like loads of little, there's like little pockets of friendships within the, within the club. It's lovely. Yeah. And no, I think, I think you see, you need to start one, Michelle, you've been toying about yeah, it. No, I've started a club in the past. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of well-versed on what's involved and how, how hard work it can be. Um, so I am considering having spoken to Emma now to, yeah. to, to set up a similar canny cross one. I, th- though, I think the hardest because, thing yeah, when you're I starting off is the kit. It's yeah. the kit, having that spare kit. Yeah. Yeah, well, yes. I've, I've got all that already. Oh, so well. It's very, yeah, because I already do all the taster sessions. So, and I did oh, used yeah. to do social runs, but the, yeah, the idea of a club with other people to help is very tempting indeed. Yeah. That's what's put me off starting them back again because it is, it's so, it's such a commitment, isn't it, every week? Uh-huh. So, yeah, the way you is. run it quite informally, I think, is quite nice. Yeah, that's quite yeah. appealing to me. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. And there's no pressure. Mm. You know, if, if you want to, go out with the family on the Sunday instead you yeah. don't have to go for a run it's not set in stone and and that's what I I think I do a very smaller version to you Emma and mm-hmm. I, I can't do the next two weekends because we're away so but the runs are carrying on yeah because I've got people that will take take the runs for us yeah um, I've just been jotting down here a couple of titles for my new canny cross club so watch this space <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to it you've got so, no Emma, excuses you... if you've got the kit <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but we've both got kits so we're, yeah. Uh, yeah so is there anything that you're going to do differently in the future with the club is there you've got any plans to you know up it change it that we can nick or anything <laughs> uh, to be honest I'm, I'm not even it doesn't bother me if more people join the club um 
or not, I mean, great that more people are getting involved in the sport. Um, I think the club, as it's running now, is it's fine. It's ticking over. Um, yeah, I don't think there's really much that I would change within within the club. That's great. Um, no. And if anybody has any issues, obviously they would speak up. But touch wood, we've we've not we've not had any any problems. And I think because again we stay so laid back and informal. Um, eh, some of the things that have happened on our runs. <laughs> One of the dogs once found an Ansomas toy in the middle of the woods. <laughs> it came out with it, honestly, and. Good job we've got a sense of humour because we still joke about it now. But, you know, because we're like that, it just, it's, yeah, it's not a chore. Michelle, you should totally do it, I think. I think if you done it the way we do it, I think yeah. you'd enjoy it, no, it way much good more. Yeah. It is, it yeah. is. No, you yeah. definitely inspired me today. Yeah. Um, well, no, no, not about the Amsterdam's toes in the woods. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think the main the main thing I like to, I would like to try and get more people within the club to do some events. I think events can be really daunting for people. Um, you know, I don't want them to think that they're constant. They're having to compete against others because they don't. It's up to the individual how serious they take it. I mean. The trail dog events that we're fortunate to have local are absolutely brilliant for every le- ability of running. No, you could walk amazing. them if you wanted. Oh, they are. Yeah, no, they do look amazing. And and I just uh I I um I love doing events, but I've found that competitive side back again. And I think that's you know, sometimes that happens to people when they're least expect it, they think they're past it or whatever. And you know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, I wasn't going to be competitive yesterday, but you know. Yeah, we've all got very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to go home with a, a, a PB for me. You know, that's if we yeah. get a PB together, then amazing. Yeah, no, I think that's it in the end, isn't it? I mean, we we got a PB yesterday, and I was just mm-hmm. going to scroll. So um, yeah, so we we did really well. But I think in the end, you get competitive with yourself to start. Oh with. yeah, you can see yourself doing more, and you find ways of doing. You know, trying to get better at it. Um, but as you say, you don't have to. And it's it's just that bond with your dog, which I think is really important in the end. Absolutely. The dog doesn't know if you've won. No. Well, she might get an extra treat, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, she still gets them anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it makes no difference to the dogs, you know. As long as they're out there with you doing what they love, then it makes no yeah. odds to them. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's brilliant. So, Emma, have you, have you got any um, club sponsors or anything to help out with? Yeah, we have. We, events and whatnot. Yeah, um, we've, we've got a local sponsor, um, The Wondering Dog, who are a um, family-run business locally who provide raw dog food and treats. Um, they've been going, I think, for about 10 years now, so before the whole raw dog food thing took off. Um, yeah. So they're a, they're a supportive sponsor at the club, and it means our club members get discount from them as well which is great because their feeding dogs is really expensive now and we get our kit from a local family run business as well summit crazy if you're ever looking for like club kit they are absolutely fantastic to work with um and do people for humans or kit for dogs humans humans Humans. Humans. yeah do people have to wear the kit or is it just is something they can 
they don't have to no they can just direct order off the off their website but majority of we do have the the tops yeah. and won't get the buffs and everything they just do club shops online um check out their their website they are really really good um so, we've got some of their discounts with um sort of canine trail time and sporty paws and things like that as well and and a trainer provider <laughs> which comes in handy all very yeah. useful discounts yeah and, and yes. you know this this is why people join clubs isn't it it's for yeah. all those added extra benefits as Perks. well yeah. yeah excellent oh, I know. oh that's another thing to look into michelle yeah when yeah, you absolutely. start your club <laughs> one thing at a time yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me get going first <laughs> You do your fun days. You obviously get a lot of. Um, you said you did treat bags, bags right at the beginning. So did you get yeah. from your sponsors then? Yeah, yeah. I do think that's brilliant. So um, well done. I think um, yeah, we've all been inspired to sort our, <laughs> our social ones out yeah. a little bit better. <laughs> I think. And yeah. Michelle to start one. Oh, she's got lots of things she's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching this space. <laughs> yes, do. And then we'll get to <laughs> racing. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Just competing against yourself, though, Michelle. Yes, the voice of reason from Emma, the competitive <laughs> voice from Louise. <laughs> Louise is like, run it fast. <laughs> Win it. <laughs> Win it. Show them who's boss. Anyway, brilliant. Well, Emma, it's been really good to chat to you about oh, good. this one. So yeah. thank you so, so, so much. So, if anybody's Bad. listening, kind of in the Northeast, where can they, you know, they want to get involved in the club, where can they find you? How do they get involved? So if they just search Geordie Canny Sports on Facebook, they'll come across um, our community group and they can join from there. And then all the information is on that on that group. Put it all in the show notes for you. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emma. And we will see you all on the next episode. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. And if you get a moment, please leave us a review. We'll see you next time on Canny Cross Conversations. Thank you to our sponsor, Get Stronger, Run Faster 5K. Find out more about the course at the link in the show notes. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with the dogs. And it will really help you to enjoy running more and avoid injury.